So today we're going to talk about athleisure and the material transformation of sportswear. And this is based on an article from the Cultural Practices in Global Contexts. It's an ebook by Jennifer Craig. And in that book, she talks about feeling premium, all about the transformation of sportswear. So let's dive in. Jennifer says that it could be argued that increasingly the individual performance of a person resides in a body that is encased in and propelled by the uniformed outside or the clothed shell. Despite the overpowering individualistic nature of consumer culture or its thriving on the belief in individuality, Individual choice and mercurial tastes in selecting clothes and putting them together, there has been a massive proliferation of uniforms in diverse contexts, including official regalia, educational organizations, occupations and workplaces, clubs and societies, and sport and leisure contexts. While extensive research has been undertaken to develop highly specialized and customized uniforms for different sports at competitive and professional levels, there's also been a rapid crossover and an uptake of these innovations in everyday clothing. Sportswear has been adopted by the general community as clothing for, first, various forms of exercise such as running, walking, yoga, amateur sport, etc., and second, for everyday and fashionable wear. One prominent example of this is the fashion for so-called active wear and athleisure, a type of clothing that's not just functional for sports, but also conveys the appearance of sportiness and fitness. Worn at cafes, school drop-offs, lecture rooms, shopping centers, markets and festivals, airplanes, tourist venues, active wear has become a dominant fashion genre shaping all dress codes. Athleisure has different price points from premium fashion to bargain basement, reflecting the ideas of status as well as values and qualities inscribed in the body-hugging garments themselves. This talk argues that the uptake and materiality of sports-derived clothing is changing perceptions of the fashionable human body in Western societies and globally impacting the relationship between bodies and clothes. So let's talk about athleisure and the active body. The phenomena of athleisure and active wear has transformed the fashionscape of the 21st century, with people wearing sports-derived casual clothing in diverse places around the world. The term athleisure was coined in 1976 in an advertisement for sneakers, but it wasn't until 2015 that the term was defined in the Merriam-Webster dictionary as casual clothing, such as yoga pants, sweatpants, and hoodies that are designed to be worn both for exercising and for doing almost everything else. Similarly, the term activewear or activewear was coined in the 1980s. This marked the adoption of performance wear as everyday wear for women. And as Lindsay Mann observes, quote, if I were to describe an athleisure outfit, it might look like a lightweight shirt made from the latest technology, jogger pants, and a pair of Nike flynets. In many cases, this look has become completely acceptable in the workplace. 
No more poking fun at the businesswoman rushing to work in her power suit and sneakers. She may not even decide to change into her heels when she gets into the office. Athleisure is about comfort. Designs are lighter, simpler, more functional, well-designed, and higher quality. Close quote. Indeed, athleisure has become a default contemporary clothing phenomenon, surpassing sales of all other clothing styles in such a way that its materiality has become ubiquitous in mainstream fashion and dress in the global market. While sales of athleisure continue to grow, sales of other apparel types are declining. To compete within the market, the stretchy fibers and the fabrics that are used in athleisure are now incorporated in many other clothing types, such as jeans, to create a more comfortable and body-hugging feel. How has this material transformation of a clothing genre initially crafted for performing in highly codified and regulated contexts come to dominate clothing behavior on a global scale? Training Body and Mind, the Legacy of Uniforms and Sportswear. The origin of athleisure clothing resides in the nexus between uniformity, materiality, and identity, and how that became inscribed in the genre of sportswear. The history of sports clothing derives from the history of uniforms, especially those associated with military and educational institutes where training and performance of the body was part and parcel of creating the material bodies of these institutions. And while the uniforms of these institutions were central to constructing a distinctive collective identity, they also constructed individual personae, underpinning appropriate codes of conduct and deportment. The philosophy of individual identity constructed by bodily discipline flowed into the arena of sport and exercise. Central to both philosophies was the disciplining of mind and body with the underlying idea that the shell of the body was trained to perform in certain ways that would affect the body or that the qualities and values of psychological, emotional, and philosophical nature could be actualized. A strong sporting body was understood as the physical representation of a strong inner self. Codified uniforms and outfits maximized this articulation of strength and discipline and demarcated members of the same group, side, or team, and in competition, marked the opponents or the enemy. In addition, sportswear was based on traditional men's clothing and on the uniforms of all male institutions. While subsequent adaptations of sportswear for women modified these male garments and sometimes added skirts, they were still based on male garments that neither fitted nor suited the female body shape. Early sportswear codified how particular garments and looks should be worn and styled. These in turn created different forms of sportswear, namely sportswear for different sports. Uh, ergo, swimming costumes, football shirts and shorts, fencing suits, sports uniforms for team sports and competition, and sportswear that was worn for leisure, informal, or casual activities. The key driver of sportswear has been sports uniforms. Yet, although uniforms are often considered to be anti-fashion, uniforms derived from fashion as well as drive it. Moreover, the history of the development of uniforms reveals a close dependence 
on available fibers and fabrics, sewing techniques and changes in embellishments and accessories, as well as developments in fiber technology and design innovation. Taken together, the evolution of uniforms in different contexts and cultures demonstrates the finessing of specialist clothing that enhances bodily techniques and the performance of the active body. However, uniforms also appear in other contexts outside those spaces via material changes and uses of uniforms in between places and non-places. The assumption here is that uniforms have shaped the material development of sportswear and sporting uniforms, which have catalyzed the emergence of the athleisure genre. And at the heart of this new genre is the tension between performing bodies as individual and unique manifestations versus bodies that are part of a corpus or a collective and coordinated performance. Well, now let's take a look at materials, fitness, and comfort. And while there's been extensive research undertaken to develop highly specialized and customized uniforms for different sports at various competitive and professional levels, there's been a rapid crossover and uptake of these innovations in non-sporting contexts. So in 2016, the Uniformity Exhibit held at the museum at the Fashion Institute of Technology in New York at FIT traced the power of different kinds of uniforms on social attitudes, fashion, and cultures. With regard to sportwear, the exhibit's curator, Emma McClendon, declared, quote, right now, the biggest impact of sports uniforms on fashion is in the athleisure trend. Consumers want to be comfortable, so the material construction and aesthetic of functional athletic attire is having an increasing impact on fashion and everyday clothing, close quote. Athleisure is the result of the desire of fashion designers to deconstruct the iconography of sportswear, mainly for visual impact and also possibly to imply participation in sport. Developments in fiber and fabric technology, especially synthetic and stretch materials, have had the greatest impact on sports uniforms. The invention of nylon in 1938, followed by the inventions of acrylic, polyester, polyurethane, synthetic rubber, and spandex, revolutionized the qualities of both fabric fit and stretch and recovery. As most of these inventions were originally products of research for military, space travel, or medical purposes, the applications for clothing, fashion, and sports were only belatedly recognized. For example, spandex, used in Lycra, was developed in the late 50s, but was not introduced to fashion apparel until the early 80s, coinciding with disco fever and aerobics, and marketed to the general public through popular films such as Flashdance. Subsequent developments in fast suits for competitive swimming in 2000 and onward revolutionized the sport by creating high-performance, seamless compression garments that contributed to and could be modified for active apparel. Lycra is now used in many forms of apparel, from denim jeans to men's suiting, due to its ability to soften the fit, the feel, and the look of garments. Even newer fabrics embody moisture-wicking properties that take sweat away from the skin and regulate temperature, reducing rashes and abrasion. Synthetic fabrics are almost exclusively used in athleisure, sometimes in combination with natural fibers such as bamboo and merino wool. Along with lycra, new generations of smart fabrics such as suplex, 
which is a, a stretch and wicking jersey, Tactel. It's lightweight, soft, and fast drying. Dry Fit, which is a perforated wicking polyester, trademarked by Nike. And Merrill, which is a nylon microfiber with high stretch and recovery and wicking and odor control, are being supplied to the at-home sewer as well as the apparel manufacturers. As these fabrics become commonly available, at-home sewers and designers can create their own customized and unique athleisure garments that emphasize better fit and comfort and are cheaper than commercial apparel. Innovations in digital printing, such as surface printing, have also created infinite possibilities in fabric design. Apparel for active pursuits has been embraced in a range of contexts, including aerobics, yoga, jogging, cycling, and Pilates. In a relatively short space of time, sports-type wear has been adopted as exercise wear for the general community, running, walking, amateur sports, etc., and subsequently for everyday and casual wear. In the past decade, athleisure wear has straddled sporting, exercise, casual, and traveling activities, but it's also become a feature of high fashion in designer and luxury fashion collections, collaborations, and even eyewear. Popular outfits incorporate many elements of athleisure, including t-shirts, track pants, leggings, jeggings, crop pants, knitted jackets, sweatshirts, compression garments, athletic shoes, runners, sweatbands, caps, and backpacks. Today, athleisure can be seen in a wide range of social contexts around the world, including cafes, school drop-offs, lecture rooms, shopping centers, markets, festivals, concerts, on airplanes, you name it. As the baby boomers have aged and started to reach retirement age, versions of activewear and athleisure have become a standard form of clothing, casual, loose-fitting, easy care, and all-purpose. In short, activewear based on sporting uniforms has become universal. Given the mainstream debates over the appropriateness of athleisure in the workplace, for shopping, on the street, and in other contexts, its ubiquity does not mean that it is not controversial. Some brands and buyers are observing a trend toward design that blurs the line between sportswear and everyday clothing by creating garments that are designed to better match with shirts, coats, skirts, and boots. The use of more subtle colors and patterns blends in with other garments better than the previously ubiquitous white, black, or fluorescent hues and combines. Two trends, the durability and comfort in a versatile way. Business insider reporter Dennis Green cites fashion historian Deidre Clement who declared that athleisure is a weird hybrid of business casual and athletic wear. She says athleisure is the new casual that perfectly fits with a variety of trends that have been culminating for a century. Styling is evolving to merge business casual and sportswear into one. Alison Goodrum quotes Ted Polemus in describing how the hierarchical structure of the athleisure industry creates the athleisure style tribe who endorses particular brands and looks. This tribe also invests in the careful curation and the hard physical work required to maintain this never-to-be-fully-completed project. These tastemakers set a high bar for becoming part of the athleisure style tribe 
via membership exclusivity and snobbishness toward lesser sportswear-clad people. On the other hand, athleisure wear has become mainstream in the office and other professional contexts, as the emphasis on being comfortable has become allied to the idea of fitness as a marker of the contemporary workplace. The emphasis on lifestyle straddles the home, exercise, sporting, and work arenas with work practices adapting to suit a competitive 24-7 labor market that thrives on individualism. In this context, the notion of comfort can be extended with the link between fitness and fitting in. Even denim, that ubiquitous global clothing genre, has incorporated stretch fabrics and fibers into its iconic designs. For example, it's 501 Jeans by Levi. As Levi's chief executive, Chip Berg, has recognized, the market has moved to super stretchy, super soft fabric, and we are out there with more rigid fabric. Similarly, Old Navy's Allison Partridge uh, reflected that athleisure's focus on comfort has pushed the denim industry to evolve and innovate. In the next part two of this series, we're going to take a look at luxury athleisure and the labor of self-improvement and how the impact on contemporary fashion and women's activewear has been setting the tone for fashion in general.